0: Sorry about that. I didn't know if I was muted or not. Well, anyways, good morning, everybody. I'm Cliff Steven. Welcome to the Truth to Faith podcast. Um, today, I'm doing an episode that, you know, today's 9 11, and, you know, we look back on 9 11 of all the lives lost, lost, and it's truly heartbreaking. So I want to kind of give my theory on what I believe 9-11 truly was. Um, I'm not super educated, but I have discernment. I have the power of God behind me and the glory of God behind me. And a lot of people like, well, isn't it scary talking about this stuff? For me, no, it's not, you know, because my Lord and Savior, I'm doing his will. And we have to expose the, the, the lies and we have to expose the lies and bring it into the light. You know, we have to bring these lies into the light because people need to wake up to what's going on because there is a serious spiritual battle going on right now for our souls. So I'm going to start this off with John chapter eight, verse 32, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Okay, so 9-11, right? I want to start this podcast with the mainstream narrative. In 2001, 19 militants associated with the Islamic extremist group Al-Qaeda attacked the Twin Towers by flying two planes into the buildings, also flying one plane into the Pentagon, and one plane had was going, went down over Somerset County, Pennsylvania, when the people on the flight overcame the terrorist. 2,750 people died in New York, 40 people died in Pennsylvania, more than 400 police officers and firefighters were killed that day. Now, I remember where I was when this happened I happened to be home from school. I had just got a, a um, DVD player, I believe. I was watching The Goonies, and I, I I forget exactly how. I think I finished The Goonies and put the news on, and I was watching it, and then boom, the second plane hit the tower. Um, and I remember calling my mom, who was at work. She was a lunch lady. You know, telling the Mom, you got to get home. We're under attack. And I was calling all my friends. And I remember calling my friend. Uh, I lived in the project. So the next door over was a family, the Cassios. I went over there. I was like, you know what's going on? We're under attack. And I remember I tried to join the military after that. Um, but they said I had to lose some weight. <clears throat> so I lost the weight. My ex-girlfriend's brother was in the military. I had talked to him to talk to a recruiter, and they told me to lose some weight. I lost the weight. Then they said I needed college credits, so I didn't end up going in. But uh, I remember that day vividly. You know, I remember seeing the people jump out the window. Could you imagine your only option is to jump from 50 stories up because you didn't want to get burnt alive? Like, my heart truly goes out. To all them people that lost their lives that day and, you know, all their families who still probably suffer to this day because they don't know the truth because we were lied to. And I just think it's disgusting. And I pray that God welcomed every one of those people who were sacrificed that day, welcomed them with open arms into the the glory and the kingdom of heaven. And I pray that God and Lord Jesus you know, takes care of their families and comforts them during tough times. And we're going to start this off with Building 7, which also fell on 9-11, allegedly due to fire. It fell to me like a controlled demolition, just like the Twin Towers did. You know, Building 7... World Trade Center Building 7 was the only building ever to fall due to a fire. It was alleged to be filled with documents related to the missing trillion dollars that Donald Rumsfeld talked about Talked about the day prior to 9-11. On 9-10, Donald Rumsfeld did a news um, story where he talked about... Th- uh, A trillion dollars missing and from what I could find a lot of that documents were in building seven so conveniently that building didn't get hit by a plane but it went down and I heard a lot of it was filled with gold you know so yeah so it was alleged to be filled with documents related to the missing trillion dollars 9-11. The Twin Towers were both made with 47 steel beams and concrete. The man who designed the Twin Towers designed them to withstand specifically a hit from a plane. There are videos of planes getting hit by birds and the plane totally gets so smashed up. A little tiny eight-pound bird hits a plane. Granted, it's going super fast, and the plane gets so damaged. You know, the the bird hits the plane. It takes serious damage. So how did a plane take down an entire building? It just doesn't line up. You know, steel now. Steel melts at 2,800 degrees. They said the jet fuel melted the steel beams, yet jet fuel only burns at 1,000 degrees. So 1,800 degrees less than, you know, 1,800 degrees less than what it takes to melt steel. That's what they said the jet fuel does. So the math doesn't add up. Firefighters, after the buildings came down, seen rivers of molten lava. And they seen those rivers of molten lava five weeks after the buildings went down the steel was still molten like molten steel and some scientists believe it had to be hgx or rgx thermite because that burns extremely hot so where did the thermite come from coincidentally there were people working on the elevator shafts weeks all the way up to 9-11. From what I've heard and what I've seen, that's what I heard, that people were working on the elevators in the elevator shafts weeks prior all the way up to 9-11. Also, local news, ABC and CBS had a janitor on worked in 9-11 his name was Willie Rodriguez who was in the building when the towers got hit Willie Rodriguez reported hearing bombs going off in the basement where he was and he was paraded out in front of like Hillary and all these people and they were even pushing him to run he raised millions of dollars for the survivors but the commission um, didn't want to take his testimony. They didn't use his testimony in the in the um, in the um, in the document that stated what happened and how the buildings fall. They didn't use Willie Rodriguez's testimony. Lucy, go lay down. Sorry, my cat. She she drives me nuts. So here we are. Willie Rodriguez here's these bombs going off. He gets to the basement, sees somebody in a wheelchair, he goes to get help, and the building starts coming down. He jumped into, I believe, an ambulance or a fire truck, and that's how he didn't pass that day. They found him in the rubble, like, a few days after the building had fallen. And now let's talk about the guy who owned the the building, Larry Silverstein. Um who later got the name Lucky Larry. Lucky Larry Lucky Larry Silverstein who sorry let me let my cat out. I'm sorry, one minute. Go. Sorry about that. So Lucky Larry Silverstein, who recently Acquired the building. I forget. I don't know the exact time. But it was like a few months before. The building went down. And. He got an extremely high insurance policy. For terrorism. Put on the building. Prior to 9-11 happening. Hence the name. Lucky Larry. You know. He buys this building a few months before. 9-11 happens. Puts this terrorist terrorism insurance policy and then the building comes down and he gets billions of dollars there also was a story at the time of five israelis dancing on a bridge next to a van the the day the buildings came down and nothing ever happened of that the cops didn't take names He just stated that, yeah, there was five Israelis dancing on a building next to a van when the building was going down. I mean, a lot of us have heard that. Um, There is also a story that 5,000 Israelis who worked in the towers got a warning not to come into work in the Twin Towers the day prior to 9-11. I want to read a Bible verse. Matthew 10, verse 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. You know, I think that's huge in these coming years because I'm not trying to scare people. I'm trying to show people that, yes, they can kill us and they can take our body. But if we give our faith and repent to Lord Jesus Christ, can kill the body but they cannot kill our soul that god protects us jesus protects us and if they take our lives they take our lives but i know where i'm going i'm going with my father in heaven that's where i'm going i'm a firm believer in jesus christ he's my lord and savior i repented i gave my my heart and soul to him and he has me and he has anybody that is willing to accept him as Lord and Savior, and repent of your sins. And you will, too, also be saved. Okay. Now, the number 11 is very important to the cult, Freemasons and the Illuminati. It's all the occult. It's all different, different groups of the same group. 11 stands for two pillars, i.e. the Twin Towers, i.e. also the date, 9 11 11, 11 is a a special number to them. So the date and the towers represent 11. Most things they, they do have multiple goals and meaning. So everything that happens, there's multiple reasons and multiple goals for that event. So the two pillars represent Boaz and Joaquin. That were two copper, brass, or bronze pillars, which stood on the porch of Solomon's temple. The first temple of Jerusalem. They are used as a symbol of Freemasonry. Solomon took hundreds of concubines, which took him away from God. A lot of them believed in other gods, which I believe were the fallen angels. So Solomon started in black magic after he fell away from God, which the occult and Freemasons started practicing and passing on for generations. This black magic, I believe, is connected to Satan and demonic beings, i.e. fallen angels. They believe two pillars represent gender and sexual relations said Albert Pike, a 33-degree Freemason and known Satanist. Albert Pike was a Satanist. He, all his books are about Freemason and Satanism. Albert Pike said they already had planned three wars back then, you know, hundreds of years ago. So we know there's two already happened. We see all these tensions building between America, Russia, and China, Iran, and um, And I believe they are going to try to start a third world war so they can usher in one world government. And this has all been done. You know, they tried this thousands of years ago and we know what God did. He flooded the earth because they were messing with genetics. And I recently heard that when someone believes in God, they can find a gene in the body. They call it the God gene. And atheists don't have it. Only Christians do. And all these things that people are putting in their body, I heard, are attacking that gene. They are trying to cut us off from God. You know, hence all the transhuman stuff. They want to live forever because they know when they die, they follow Satan. And they will be burnt up with the chaff when Jesus comes, when he separates the wheat from the chaff. And I don't know about you, but I want to be the wheat. I want to be collected by the angels and put in Jesus's bond and saved. And I want to live with Jesus and praise God for the rest of my life and for the rest of the, the time. So the two pillars were destroyed and built back as one, called Solve it Coagula. Separate and join together. Dissolve and coagulate, in Latin, is a medieval um, alchemy quote, which is to say that nothing new can be built if not before we make space. Breaking the old, which is written on Baphomet's forearm, so, to bring order from chaos, so to bring order from chaos, so to bring order from chaos, you need to dissolve something to bring something new out of the ashes, like the phoenix. We know they love the phoenix, you know, destroy something and build something new from the ashes. And I believe that, I believe that was one of the reasons behind 9 11. It was a giant. Giant satanic ceremony, which killed thousands of innocent people. It also ushered in the Patriot Act, which allowed the government to spy on its citizens and label us terrorists. Now, the new tower, One World Trade Center, which to me sounds like, you know, One World Trade Center. To me, that sounds like the New World Order, One New World Government to... Us to control the whole world. That's their goal. They want one world government. They want, you know, they want us owning nothing and liking it. Like Charles Schwab says, you'll own nothing and like it. That is their goal. And they think they're going to win. But I know who wins in the end my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The new tower at one world government. Now you can see how I explained two towers being destroyed in one built; hence that's what they did. The two towers went down, they built one tower in, instead of the two, and they had a water fountain. The new tower has a water fountain outside that is a black cube. It's a water fountain, it's a black cube with water coming out of it. The black cube represents Saturn. Saturn, who is known to represent, who? Saturn is Satan. We all know this. And all those old gods in the Greeks, who Saturn was their god, it was the fallen angels. The angels came down all over the world and taught people how to do metal urgently, to make weapons, to make makeup, you know, to lead people astray from God. Now, the black cube symbolizes the cutting in that it's straight. Edges and angles are clearly artificial and non-natural. I believe that that's why we are being pushed to be transhuman, mixed with machines, non-natural, not of God, period. The cube also represents the maiming and constraining ...of Saturn in the prison dimension Tartarus, to which the deity is confined. The black cube is simultaneously the prison in the throne of the dark god. Who is the dark god? The dark god is Satan and his minions, the fallen angels. I believe I have shown you the reasoning behind 9-11. You know... I showed you what it means, the two towers, what they represent, where they came from, and why they destroyed them. They destroyed them to build a new one. I showed you what the black cube means. Now, I want to leave you with a Bible verse, Matthew six twenty-four: No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. We are all in a, a giant spiritual battle right now. When your eyes are open and the Lord drops the veil, you can no longer go back to being ignorant and, and falling for all the um, MKUltra brainwashing. You know, I was thinking yesterday... I truly see the world different now. I don't see it the way I used to see it before I was saved. You know, I was listening to a football game and it just doesn't have the same magic because it doesn't matter. It's a distraction. Um, It's just a distraction. You know, they want us working 40 to 60 hours. They want us spending our spare time watching sports or doing things that don't matter. All well, they're taking our freedom and they're trying to corrupt children because they want to to lead us away from God. So I'm asking you a question right now. Which side do you choose? Satan or Jesus? Condemned to hell forever or glory with God forever? I choose Jesus forever and always. We will have to decide in the coming years. This is not to scare, but to bring understanding, which for me brings peace. When we follow Jesus, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. And I don't know about anybody else, but I was full of fear my entire life. You know, they tell us, oh, a media just went by the earth. A media could hit the earth, blah, 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 blah space is fake people 100 percent, space is fake it's another psyop to bring people away from god and like i've said in past episodes it worked on me i used to love ancient aliens and old lost civilizations and it's still interesting to me but it i i fell into that trap that it was aliens and aliens had came in had um built all these civilizations and they were lying to us but it's not that our reality is so much beautiful more beautiful and wild than we could ever imagine we know that a third of the angels 33 percent hence freemasons their favorite 33 and they fell to the earth because they They went up against God, and they got defeated, and God kicked them out of heaven. So they said, okay, you're going to kick us out of heaven? Well, we're going to come down and wreak havoc on the earth, and we're going to leave me in a strait, just like they did Eve and Adam. You know, and that's why Jesus came back to do what Adam couldn't do, resist sin. And Jesus saved us, his pure Sinless self gave his own life to wash away our sin, that Adam, because of Adam's sin, we have that sin in us. And Jesus was sent from a loving God to save us from that sin. So we are in constant spiritual battle. Don't listen to that negative voice. It's Satan. Oh, this dude's crazy. This is all BS. Ba 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 ba. It's not true. Pray on it. Ask God to show you, you know, and he will. I truly believe it. This wasn't a very long episode. I just wanted to jump on and do a quick episode because it is 9-11 and tell what my theory of it is. And I'm going to leave with this last Bible verse. I read it a lot because it's, it's so important to me, and I believe in the years to come. It's going to be very important to people. And I would say, don't wait till it's too late. Jesus said, be ready. With your lantern lit, cut, ready to go. Be ready for God. Don't wait till the end. Be practicing Christianity. Get away from sin and start following Jesus. So I'll leave it with this. Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest into your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Do you want to live in sin and follow Satan? Or do you want to take up Jesus' yoke, which is easy and light, and to fear not, fear nothing, you know? Following Jesus is easy. Love your brother like yourself. You know, love your neighbor as though you love yourself. You know, put Jesus first in your life. That was like a hard struggle for me. I couldn't understand how I could put something over my daughter. But I've learned to put God first and when you put God first amazing things happen like things would always go wrong for me. Like anything that could go wrong and make my day harder it would. But these last few months when I truly put Jesus first and started getting to know him and read the Bible. Everything just seems to be falling into place all the time. So thanks for joining me on the truth of faith podcast. I got some amazing guests coming up. Um, I got a regenerative farmer coming on tomorrow. Um, I got a homesteader coming on the day after. And I have an author to the book, the Gaia Matrix. I don't know if I have that right. I'm sorry if I don't, but when he comes on, I'll have the exact book. So we have a bunch of good guests coming on. Um, So stay tuned. Um, if you, you want to reach out and come on and tell me your testimony, how God has worked in your life, I would love to hear it. I would love to get to know you. You can email me at cliffschmidt25 at gmail.com. I'm trying to grow this show and get better equipment. Um, so if you would like to help the show financially, it would mean a lot. Um, you can donate any amount of money that is um, that you're able to donate. Obviously, I don't want you to give if you don't have it, but if you do have it, you can send it to me through Cash App. Um, the name of the Cash App is um, you go to Cash App, the name's True to Faith, and the cash tag handle is Money Sign Cliff Steven, Money Sign C L I F F S T E V E N. Again, any donation amount would be helpful. Um, And if you can't, that's fine. Also, if you could follow the show and give a five-star review, that will help the show get out and reach more people. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to lead people to the truth, to God. The truth is God. And he loves every one of us. He loves you. So thank you so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. Thank you.